Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, Phil. Yeah, Phil. How poor travelling, Rick, hey? Well, did you really... I reckon you sent a letter off today, did you? Is that true? Is there any truth in that? Did you really want me to... Why did you ask me about Paul? They're not, <laughs> not travelling as well as I would have liked. I Let's was there Sunday night, and I believe you were too. Oh, only part of the night, though. Oh, at the game? Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, I had an urgent call and I had to leave No, early. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't listeners, even half time. Okay, listeners, I will admit, I was so disgusted with the standard of the poor performance in... Not the fact that they were winning or losing. It was the fact that they failed. I counted five times in the first quarter and I thought the writing was on the wall. They mispassed five occasions in the first quarter, causing turnovers, and then they wonder why they are embarrassingly poor. And so, I will admit, listeners, I did actually leave the ground just before halftime. And what about the letter you sent off today? I don't know what you're talking about there, Phil. I reckon the membership was in the letter and a letter to Ken Hinckley, person to person. No, I look... I, Any truth in that, Rick? I'm not Come sure. clean. <laughs> there may well have been some degree of truth in there, Phil. Uh, Let's talk about Port Adelaide, though, in a serious way. That, uh, And there's been some controversy in the last few days with people like Paul Ruse and uh, I think you said Rewalt and a few others... Uh, claiming that Port, over the last five years, are, uh, to use a term that I think I used a few weeks ago, the great pretenders, and that their performance in relation, and this is what it's all about, in relation to their playing list is below par. We don't score enough, and I, I know you've got some figures in front of you there, Rick, but we don't score enough goals. We, you've well, got, as they say in the AFL now, you've got to kick 100 points and you'll win most games. Yeah, and I couldn't agree with you more. And what I'm worried about, and therefore I, it has to be a reflection on the coaching staff, in my opinion, is that we've supposedly got a gun forward line. We're paying nearly a million dollars a year for Charlie, right, We've got arguably the greatest small forward in the game in Robbie Gray. Yep. We've got a sharpshooter in uh, Wingard. And would Sammy you... Gray. Sa- Sammy that's right. Gray right. Now, the thing is that having said all that, we, in 18 games so far... Sorry, 17 games. Me. In 17 games, because one of them... It's 18 rounds, but we've had a bye... How many times, Phil, do you reckon we've kicked the magical 15 goals, 10 well, hundred eleven, So we would have had to have kicked 100 points or more in five, six, maybe seven. If only you were right, Phil, would you believe that in those 17 games we have managed to kick 100 points or more on two occasions? Well, see, that's not good enough. We're too defensive. That's straight away... Well, we kicked 102 points to beat North Melbourne. Well, that's Whoopi, only just Whoopi the Whoopi do. Yep. And in the, in the opening round of the season, before Frio have got back a little bit, we kicked 110. They are the only two occasions. Oh, sorry. In round 13. Sorry, guys. So three. Said, three times. Okay, yep. still not much, is uh, it? We kicked 132 against the Western And two Bulldogs. barely were 100. Yep. And the other one was 132. So that's it's right. the only decent... That's score right. we've the kicked only, and that was against 
the Bulldogs, who most people are saying are travelling pretty badly. Well, we've got now, them this week. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, it could be their last win for the season. I mean, I well, know I'm being pessimistic. I, know, I, I agree with you. Um, and But what's more, it would need to be a big win. It's at Ballarat, so it probably won't be because of be the conditions. Wet. Yep. Um, but uh, that's, I mean, to me, that's staggering that we've kicked only three scores over 100 points. Now, on the other hand, as we've you've got, noted, we've had a good defence. We've got all a wonder, year. We've got the all only, year. The reason we've won those games isn't because of the goals no. we've kicked. It's that we've prevented other sides from kicking a, a score against us. And in fact, um, Essendon kicked 106 against us, and um, West Coast kicked 102. Okay. Now, so twice now, we've only had 100 kicked against that's us. That's right. Because and that shows wow. that shows how good our defence is. Yeah. The problem is that uh, we're going to talk a little bit about percentages in influence in a moment. But the problem is in terms of, say, the top six or seven sides, Port have got a, the poorest percentage of those top six sides because we haven't won by mm. enough. Yep. We've won games, yep. but we've Before only won them. against isn't good enough. That's yep. right. We've yep. only won them by small margins. Yep. And that's going to fa- uh, you know, find us out as well. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I am a bit savage on the coaching staff because I can't believe that after this period of time that they haven't, worked out that a methodology, we have no concept of going into attack. There's no method, and we turn over and miss kicking bodies. It's it's shocking. But, Rick, I've said, I know you, you rang me halfway through that first quarter or the end of the first quarter, and, and why does why does Port Adelaide make Charlie Dixon go out on the half-forward flank or wing and then lead back? In the in the third or it was third or fourth quarter, he actually led twice from the goal square, straight out, straight out in front, marked the ball, kicked the goal, two goals, bang. What 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 is that on the wing bit? You know, and then he's got to try and lead back, and he's a big fella, he's a big unit. You know, I'm not trying to stand up for him either, but he's probably hasn't been good enough. But he, but they haven't got him leading out of that square right like the old days. I totally agree with you, Phil. I mean, if I was coaching that side, I would basically, you know, the days of Pagan's Paddock have gone, but you clear out that forward line. Yeah. Leave him, as you've yeah. said, one on full one forward. In the square. You've got Grey, well, the two Greys yep. and Wingard rotating around there. The, sure, whoever's on Charlie and he's going to have two blokes on him, they're going to punch the ball forward. So those small forwards should be at ground level, obviously, waiting for that mm. punch. But it's they've got it the wrong way around. But you leave him in the square one-on-one, he can't yeah. have two yeah. on him then. Yeah. He can't. And although we're not coaching and we're not unlikely to, the, the reality is, in what we've just analysed, the fact that we can only score three times over 100 points says mm. it all. End of story. Yep. yep. End but of story. that's one of the reasons why. Because he is absolutely... There's always two guys on him, but if you get them one-on-one one in the square, that means that if there's two on him, someone's vacant. That's right. So then they can, yep. you know, I don't know. It's pretty basic footy, and uh, we're making it pretty complicated, and that's all yep. I can say, Rick. And I and I do think, uh, you know, I guess I've jumped off the band, the mighty Port Power bandwagon a bit lately, but I, I do think there is some degree of 
valid comment coming from these people saying they're disappointing because the list, you can't criticise. I mean, the one area you can criticise them is that the list management didn't ever take into account that Paddy Ryder might no. be fit. But uh, then the list management should have had a backup Ruckman. That's what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if he does go down and there's, you know, the possibility of him going down is, you yeah. know, the way he plays, he plays hard and, right. you know... But the thing is that it's all very well. I mean, I guess West Coast are the classic example. Now, whether it's good management or whether it's not, I mean, you know, you say it quickly. They played the whole of last year without Nata Nui, mm. still made the finals. They're certainly going to make the finals. They're only their top bar percentage at the moment. They haven't got Nata Nui, but they've got Lysett, mm. and they've got another couple of big blokes mm. as well. Now, you know, we've got a bloke. Uh, we've got a couple of blokes in the Port Adelaide Magpies who've been on the list for four years and haven't played a game. Now, well, I think they will this week. <laughs> Gee. They, they, I mean, they're going to bring somebody up well, they because do. Dougal Howard could be out with a mm. hand injury. Anyway, while we're on the AFL and we've nearly yep. uh, spent that, but yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how the Crows travel. I read a, a very interesting article uh, uh, yesterday or today concerning the fact that the Crows, talking about percentage have got a very, very poor percentage. And of the 12 teams, if I recall correctly, uh, that are left in the hunt for the final mm -hmm. eight, yep. they have the worst percentage of the lot. And this article was suggesting that that's basically... Even two though games out. Two games out. Yep. It looks as though on the win-loss ratio, they're a game out, but because of their very poor percentage, it equates, according to champion data... Um, to two games, which ah, uh, they're predicting means they won't make the eight. That's interesting, there isn't it? There you go. Um, they, uh, they actually believe, um, champion data, that if predictions, and of course yep. statistics yep. are only predictors, that Geelong will finish seventh, Hawthorne will finish eighth. They're actually suggesting Sydney are going to uh, finish at ninth. Wow. And Adelaide tenth. So Dang, I just about had Sydney going top three or four yeah. weeks ago, and where are they gone? It is a peculiar season. Now we really yeah, don't need. But I just thought another thing that's come right. up, which up until recently, <laughs> the last couple of days, I've never been in favour of. But it was pointed out. I'm talking about the concept of um, of a wild card, and I've always been against that concept. But the argument being levelled is that a final eight shouldn't be declared on percentage. And in this season where it would seem as if there's going to be a lot of teams in that seventh, eighth vying position who are all going to finish with the same number of points, that probably the, the seventh and eighth are going to finish up being decided on percentage. And the argument being proposed is that a wild card system, which would mean that... Uh, seven and eight, nine and ten play, right, the top six have the week's rest, which they've got it now. I mean, under this system, this isn't going to happen this year, but what would happen is that in that week off for the top six, I assume that you'd say seven plays ten and eight plays nine to decide who are going to be seventh and eighth at the oh, end okay. of the run. Now... The argument given, and I didn't like the idea, but the argument given for it being fairer is that deciding positions on percentage 
the claim is it's unfair because you don't play the same sides mm. because each yeah. other. Yeah, you don't and, play a full like yeah, a full two, a two rounds. rounds. Or what and so, maybe. so you're either lucky to be playing the bottom. You yeah, know, let's you, say how how you know you'd like to play Carlton every week, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, that's right. Or Gold Coast, or the Gold Coast beat City. Yeah, so. yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it and, looks like an and unfair so, draw. And and admittedly, given that those top, the bottom four sides, have got to play an extra game, they're unlikely to go further into the eight than the first round, so be it. Because until we had this week off for everyone, everyone knew that if you didn't finish in the top four, you weren't going to mm. go anywhere anyway. But Do you like that? Why don't they just play one round, one full round? <laughs> well, you've won me there over. There you go. Play one full round and do the percentage thing. I, I, I mean, that's I, your own I, fault I, for I, not... I think, I think playing one round, the big thing is that they're never going to do that because it's not enough games not and enough it's called money. It's called money. It's, <laughs> it's called money. That's the obvious, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and but, they won't go because they made the silly... I can see that point, but I, I don't really like that either. No. I, I'm not too sure what the answer no. is. but Well, the answer was, but it's too late now, was to never bring in Gold Coast oh, and Greater there Western Sydney. And then you could sensibly look at possibly playing a full two rounds home and away game, but that's not yeah, going to happen now. No, it won't. Well, well it's 15 minutes gone here, yeah, Rick, we, so we, we'll quickly have a look at the, the local, local footy. footy quickly. Yes, we will. This week's match is Freeling versus Angerston at Freeling. Well, that's a clash of the titans, isn't well, it? I'm hey? tipping Freeling. They've got those couple of lads from uh, Salisbury North. Yeah, have sort of... Yeah, I'm tipping Freeling. Yep. Brosser District versus Williston. Well, that's really interesting because uh, Williston have got a couple of blokes back uh, Tyson Earlham's back, uh, yep, and uh, yep, uh, and they're looking the goods. Um, and I've actually heard that a couple of people are tipping Williston to win. It is at Williston, I believe. No, oh, it's away. At, it's at Barossa. All oh, right, yep. uh, no Barossa for me. Barossa for me. Tonight, probably the match of the round. Tanunda Kapunda. Uh, Tanunda coming off the bye. Yes, I, you know, I mean, Tanunda to be a fair dinkum contender for the premiership, which everyone says they are. Would have to wallop Capone. I think they'll come back bigger and stronger, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a fair yeah. margin. I, I was actually quite impressed with Capunda because I did the Capunda Barossa game, and um, they stayed with them for a fair bit. But when Barossa changed gears after half time, which they desperately needed to do because their first half was pretty average, they, they killed Capunda yeah. in that third quarter. And the final game is South versus uh, Gawler Central via. Well, that'd be a crowd cool. winner, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, South Gawler. South, obviously, the form side out of the Gawler side, so I'll tip South. Well, me. South could not lose that, but I've made some silly statements yeah, about no. sides Don't that we're going to win. Their side, their <laughs> That's scoreboard, right. The size of their scoreboard, and they got up and beat them under the other They week, did, so. didn't they? But, um, no, it's definitely South for that game. Yeah, I, I agree. So, uh, well, and Yuri got the bye. Yeah. So. Well, it's been a complete footy show, but that's nothing wrong with that. No. And I think the, the good you thing... you got a joke, Rick, quickly? I have got a joke. Really? Yes, but, gee, just as well you reminded me. Yeah, I almost forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the coach? He was giving his boring, motivational pre-match speech. And he all of a sudden looked around and snapped at one of the players... And said, would you mind paying a little bit of attention to what I'm saying? 
And the player looked back at you and said, I'm paying as little attention as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that probably happens each Saturday, don't you worry? I tell you what, I reckon it would too. <laughs> to a number of players in a number of clubs, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> Something like, I've heard this all before, haven't I? <laughs> when I go out with the game I'm covering, when I go out, to the three-quarter time huddle and listen to the final words being said for the start of the third quarter, I reckon I could mouth that. I've heard it so many <laughs> times over the years. Anyway, that's been a bit of fun, and um, it's raised some interesting issues, particularly in the AFL in relation to the formation of the final eight and, uh, and concepts of perhaps changing the method by which we get there, given that we're not going to have two home-and-away series. So there... Until next time, this is Rick. And this is Phil.